welcome to the Movie Quest podcast, a podcast where three friends sit down and talk about a film that they've watched recently. I'm here with my two co-hosts, Anthony. Hello. And Johnny. Yo. Hi. Is this, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. And if you've been listening to this season, then you'll know what, what, what we're about. So essentially, we've been going through and picking films based on a theme um and at the end of the season we're gonna pit them against each other and i feel like i've brought a film today that's already won it but big gun i bought a big gun a giant giant guns actually in it this film or the film we're talking about today is called pacific rim indeed do we have any feedback from the last oh i actually did you see the message from we got some feedback from Lewis. We did, we got, i saw some messages but i see Aaron always reads the messages on instagram and then I never see the notifications, so you know I get shouted out from my wife. Was you didn't respond to my message, and I'm like, I, I didn't even see the message. I definitely saw that. Yeah. We got, so we got two bits of feedback from last last uh, last episode. Um, so Lewis, a long time listener, basically sent us Disney Jonas. Yeah, it's just like a picture of Disney. I think Jonas. basically at one point in the episode we talked about the Jonas Brothers. And we weren't sure if they were in a TV show or something, and it, it turns out the other one they were. And I think the the young lad in uh, Ponyo was also in that show as well. Yeah, I said that he's not there though, and then it was like he was in the show. He, they used him sparingly. All right, well, and then I was like, "Did you watch it?" And then it was like, "Of course, I was 13 when it came out." Cool, 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 cool. Well, Lewis, um, not all 13 year olds watched Going Jonas or whatever well, it was well, called. Camp you know, Rock. We know. We know in the future, well, if we need to, any expert for Star Wars <laughs> and the Jonas Brothers, yeah, we, we know where we're going, don't we? This. Don't worry about it. So, Melody sent a bunch of gifts on the chat. Have you seen them all? Uh, I've seen some of them, yeah. So, there's Ariel and Ariel's... Basically, she's making a protest because she wants friend. us to do an episode about Little Mermaid instead of... Pacific Rim and things. She was Ponyo, upset. But Ponyo's basically. No, I know. But she's she doesn't. She's she's not. She she was like trying to get me to change my film choice to be the Tita- oh. be Titanic or Little Mermaid because she's uh, very much a fan of those films. Well, I I, I sent back because she said um, I think you're missing the Little Mermaid and the Titanic. You need a rom com. Come on, guys. And I, so my response was. Johnny still has to pick his film. Oh, yeah, true. As no, I have picked my no, film. No, you said you, you were unsure. No, you I have sure. chosen, yeah. Oh, right, you've oh, chosen. Oh, he's got a new film to, to tell us about. No, it's Agri, The Wrath of God. I don't know if it... It might be a rom-com. I've not seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it either. Well, well Mel, you got that to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. In German. I am not going Heather through that. <laughs> I promise you. Promise you now. Are we going to do the... Because we've been watching some similar stuff together, but... Johnny has a, a long, 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 long list of films, but I, can I ask you just to keep, if you've got lots of things to talk about, can you keep it brief? Yeah. Because we've got one one gem of a film to talk about. Yeah, let's, let's unleash the Johnny. Go. Go. Right, so I've rewatched Zodiac. Excellent. Oh, good, uh, film. good film. I've been listening to a podcast. Um, reason I got onto the podcast is I follow, I on Bandcamp or SoundCloud, I forget which one, I bought an album for a makeup of vanity set. They tell me every time that they release something and they said that they did the music for the Zodiac podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, I like the Zodiac film and I like makeup of vanity set. I'm definitely going to listen to Zodiac podcast. And basically the podcast goes through every killing that Zodiac 
killer uh, does okay. and tries to explain what is happens. It, is it a good uh, sort of podcast to listen to and watch the film around the same time? Um, is it a good, do they well, each other? It, it comments on the film and maybe some of the inaccuracies and mm-hmm. some of the the ways that it, it goes off in, on a bit of a tangent with it. Yeah. But looking back at the film, it's, I still really enjoy it. It's, it's really good. But the thing with like Zodiac is it the, the film, like it doesn't like... It has the murders in there, but it doesn't really focus on the murders. It focuses on the uh, detective and the yeah. um, the investigative reporters and who Jake, are going on. Jake Gyllenhaal, is it? Yeah, Jake yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal is a um, uh, a newspaper cartoon uh, draw like artist illustrator yeah. illustrator yeah. and. Um, like he works out some of the Zodiac codes, which he put in the newspaper oh. and stuff like that. And basically his life in the real life as well, uh, basically forgets about his family and just tries to figure out who the Zodiac is. Mm. So yeah, it's worth a watch. Yeah. Very good film. Yeah. Very good film. Very rec- recommend it. Um, should I go for number two? Yeah, 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 sure, sure, so number two, Better Call Saul. I've watched the first couple of episodes of that. Oh, season five. Season, yeah. Yeah. I haven't, no, I haven't seen season. Uh, three. So basically, it kind of is a prequel to uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, but if anyone's seen Better Call Saul, at the start of each season, it has a black and white section yeah. where it sees Saul post Breaking Bad. And the start of this season has got kind of the longest section of Saul like post Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And there's some big stuff that happens in that which you've kind of been seeing him working in this like Cinnabon. Um, yeah, yeah. Like making cinnamon swirls or whatever it is mm. for like the last couple of series and not much has happened, but there's some big stuff that happens in this one. So I'd highly recommend if you are interested to uh What did you think of the last it. season? Obviously Darren hasn't seen it yet, but did did, did you enjoy it? Um or was that a bit, bit of a down season for you? Bits think? bits and bobs. I mean I like just being in that world like uh, Vince Gillian is a really good director and like that world that he's created even though it's in America and I've never been there but it's kind of reminiscent of like growing up as a as a kid and stuff so it's got it's got a really like the world it's in is very like potent isn't it it's a very like recognizable as being Breaking Bad I think because yeah. not many not much filmed over there apart from like westerns and stuff years mm. ago like in that sort of it's um is it New Mexico yeah New Mexico yeah, yeah. Like uh, it, it, it does make me like if I wanted to do, if I did, ever did do like a drive through America, I would definitely want to stop through that, go through there because it looks like a really beautiful location and also has that sort of Breaking Bad vibe. I'm sure there's probably loads of Breaking Bad um, like tours and stuff you can oh, do. Yeah. Over there. Same as like Game of Thrones. There's like people complaining because uh, that house where the pizza was thrown on the oh, roof, yeah. people keep chucking pizzas up there <laughs> and stuff. Great. Yeah, I think there's. I think I remember listening to. Vince Gillian talking about it in a, in a commentary or an interview or something and he was saying that he was like begging fans of the, of, of Breaking Bad not to do that <laughs> because he was like this poor couple just let us use their house for a few moments while we filmed there and now they're constantly got people throwing pizzas on their roof and it's like driving them crazy yeah. so if you listen out and out there guys don't throw pizzas on yeah, people don't roofs. throw pizzas on that roof don't throw pizzas well, you, can, you can come to my house and throw, throw me a pizza <laughs> yeah if you want mouth. to in fact you don't throw it just bring the pizza to my house and yeah. then just give it to me yeah so, anyone else been watching anything? Uh, well, bef- should we end on the gem of a film we've got to talk about? Because you guys want to talk about the, you know, really small South Korean film that's come out recently. That 
hasn't won anything. So, what do you, which one do you want to do first? Do you want to do... Just to talk about para, so parasite. Doing, parasite. Yep. Oh, parasite. That's what it's called. Yeah, didn't yeah, didn't know. I've never never heard of it before. <laughs> right, Johnny. Which one to talk about this? How do you do it? Yeah, this film that you you know director and film that you didn't know existed. Can I just say we went to see we did to go and see Parasite a couple yeah. of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we were there pretty much on time, and we had like five minutes of trailers and then straight into oh, the yeah. film. I saw what I was saying last time for David Copperfield. It's just like they've cut down the trailers in the audience. I'm pretty, yeah. pretty happy about it to be honest. But I'm I'm wondering if it's because it's like oh it's foreign film no one will go see it like no one's it, gonna. It had <laughs> won the best picture at that point. I mean like it's like it was blowing up massive. It was like one of the biggest. It's probably probably one of the biggest films of the year, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and it also, I think like as a film podcaster, we probably should you know. We should, be, we should know about this sort of stuff, shouldn't we? I know. Like, <laughs> it's almost as if, like, it'd be weird if we didn't know about the, one of the biggest films. That also, that, you know, was nominated for a bunch of awards. Yeah, absolutely. So I just got sort of, And people have been talking about it yeah. since, like, August oh, last yeah, year. Yeah, ages. I'm just going to play a sort of segment of some of it, sec. Okay. So what was your favourite film of last year? <laughs> you can't make me cheese. I've got, a, I've got a couple, is that allowed? Oh, yeah, yeah, if you, okay. you want to bring a couple, so, yeah. Parasite. Parasite? I've not heard of that one. <laughs> oh, Wait, not heard that one, Johnny. <laughs> no, well, no. That's going to be forever the film you never you never heard of. Come on, come on, lad. I mean, how am I meant to find out about it? it didn't, uh, you I'll, read a film, like, yeah, magazines read a film or magazine? Read a, Do you not watch the trailers on YouTube or anything? Yeah. yeah, every now and again. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, 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 I wouldn't have seen that as being as big as it was. They seemed like it seemed to come out of nowhere for for me. It's getting a lot of buzz, but let's just talk about the film, I guess. Yeah, talk about it. Just don't. So me, me and, spoil too much, you know. Me and Johnny and Sarah went to watch mm-hmm. Parasite. Went to the Odeon uh, in town, and I don't. I guess how do we even talk about it? Should we, should we give a brief description of anyone who hasn't seen it? And so we'll try not. We'll keep it spoiler free. But basically, it's set in South Korea. It's set modern times. Set now. And it's basically about two different sets of families. One family is uh, really well off and live in this beautiful house. Um, it's like the house is one of those films where the house is like almost part of the part of the film. It's like a character in the film in terms yeah. of like it's just like such a big feature of the film. It's absolutely stunning house. And then um, this other family are sort of scraping by, trying to make ends meet. Mm. They live in they like have, a cellar of like a like a like a couple of like like a building like, like a, a apartment, apartment. Whatever, yeah and they're like underground almost and at the start of it uh there's a guy who like comes and pees up against their window yeah he's like drunk and he's like just yeah. having a pee and it's like that, that's so where it, they are and they're sort of so they're they're proper in the gutter yeah and they're just kind of like the outcasts of society no one really cares about them also really. within the first five minutes they also uh they get fumigated from the outside yeah, on the yeah, street. Yeah, I've seen it in the trailer. And it's like, so it's literally, they're making the reference, obviously, that they're like cockroaches or vermin or whatever. Um, and it's, it, I guess, I won't go too much more into the film and what happens, but it's basically the story about these, this contrast between these two families. Mm. And then it has some twists and turns later on, which is just like, yeah. Not, lots, not of, lots of stuff that caught me way off yeah, guard. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't expect what I'm and talking it, about. I told you there was some probably some funky stuff going and on I, as you watch it you're, you're just like oh yeah this you do it's just on keeps on your toes the whole time yeah. and it's really engaging and your characters are really funny and like really interesting in how, how they play them and 
as I was watching, I was like, yeah, this, I can tell why this this got so much buzz and why people like yeah. really liked it. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of almost a bit of a, a commentary on like today's society as well. Like that that kind of stuff seems to be much more in the media and it almost seems to be kind of on trend to be talking about that yeah. type of stuff, which, you know, it shouldn't be the case, but it's it seems to be the, the thing of now. I think, Aaron, you're going to see it soon aren't you yeah yeah heather saw it on sunday we, oh. i was supposed to go see it with heather and then she was like yeah I'm, I'm gonna go see it with my mates see you later i was like <laughs> cool um I'll, I'll 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 see it again so if you want to go with me i'll go, I'll sure, go again. we'll be in we'll be in manchester oh yeah we've got other things we've got to do. uh so i guess maybe we should do a, we could do it we could possibly do a deep dive on it when you've watched it but yeah i would like to just like discuss some of it because there's a lot of i would like to watch it again as well but there's a lot of like stuff going on yeah. with like imagery and like some tonal stuff anyway that that is really interesting that it's trying to trying to portray but yeah if you haven't seen it really good i was speaking to um mel's uh, mel's sister the other day and she was being put off by it because of the subtitles and i was trying to get to get and she's like yeah but it's just really hard you know it really pulls me out of the film i don't, don't enjoy watching it like, but I'm, I'm so used to watching films with subtitles, it doesn't bother me anymore but i will urge people to try and see it, even if you're not a fan of subtitles, because it's it just it works so well. Like, I think a subtitled film in the cinema works better than a subtitled film at home because you can you can much easily be distracted at home with like your phones and everything else. Whereas in the cinema, you you've got much better focus and sort well of focus, for me yeah, anyway, it sort of focuses you into it. You have to sort of be constantly concentrating on it, unless you're really sleepy. And fall asleep watching Ghost in the Shell, um, and then wake up uh, half an hour later and have no clue, no clue what's yeah. going on, which happened to me a few years ago. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not a dig at you, Johnny. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so there's a film that we've all seen recently that also got a bit of buzz. Um, Uncut Gems. Yeah, we're a bit late on these, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we are a bit bit late. So it's by this uh, Safdie brothers. Mm. They also did Good Time. So bit of a bit of information. Um, if we had done the second season the same way we'd done the first season, Good Time was the first film that I was going to bring. Oh. I was going to do a little theme. It was going to be a uh, Robert, Robert Patterson theme. Every film I was going to choose was just going to be Robert Patterson. Mm. But that was ruined. Anyway. Um, oh, man, you would have brought Twilight as well. Yeah, I would have. Uh, that was I was going to end on Twilight. So, well, you know, it's not fine. We just did another type of season. No, I'm, to be fair, like the decision to make the hey. themes... Like we this. could do a Robert Patterson theme. I would. There's no, there's no stopping us. Look, I'm dying. I obviously dying. I mean, I know Lewis would be like upset with us for choosing a random theme again, like water. Yeah. But hey, Lewis, we'll pick whatever theme we want to pick. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it, mate. Um. So the premise is with his debts mounting and angry collectors closing in, a fast-talking New York City jeweler risks everything in the hope of staying afloat and alive. So this film rocked. They rocked pretty, pretty. Hey, yeah. It was, well it, done, Aaron. <laughs> I think that the, the Safety Brothers, like, they do it so well. The way they build tension and also just sheer stress. Like, you're, like, even in good time, you're watching it and you're just stressed for the entire film. Yeah. But I just think, like, that that last, the last half, or the last, like, part of that film, like, the way it's all happening, oh, it just makes you feel alive. Like, it's just so, so good. So, the, the main premise of the film is that he's like it's about this rock is it is, is, is this does this uh gem or whatever what's it called it's an black, uncut gem black, black opal yeah yeah 
think it is. He's like from Ethiopia. Yeah, he manages to get all of it and he's trying to sell it. And then uh, this famous basketball player becomes obsessed with it and wants to borrow it, basically, or wants it for so much, so much amount of time. And it's basically this whole, like, almost like a bit of a caper film of him kind of like, it's just the whole story of him trying to get back, trying to get this gem back and then trying to sell it. And it's it's quite, like, it's not, like, if you think about all the places it goes, it's fairly focused in, it's there's only a few, like, yeah. locations and areas it goes mm-hmm. to. And it happens over the course of just a few days, I think. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, like the whole story, it just the tensions building up and building up and building up, and they do it in quite a few different ways, which is like, again, not really something I've felt. I haven't really seen it in many films. I guess Good Times sounds like that's that that's it's, part of there. Pretty much the same. The characters, even in Good Time, the characters aren't particularly likable mm. people. But yeah, it's weird how you you kind of even though they're bad people, you, you sort of end up rooting for them in a way. Yeah. Um, but I just think their films are shot really well. The music is done by uh O'Neill Tricks Points Never so they did Good Time as well and he's a, an amazing amazing composer slash musician if no one's listened to his stuff you should go away and listen to it because it's just the best when I first started watching this film the music was like I was enjoying it but it was very odd like it just yeah. felt like not out of place but it felt like it was trying to teleport me to some yeah, yeah, different yeah. sort of thing and it was interesting it was like a weird just to juxtaposition between like yeah. what's happening on screen versus like but then as it, the film goes on you realize it's sort of it's 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 all tied into this gem and yeah. this sort of like yeah. mm. this uh it, it, it was lots of imagery of like you, you galaxies and universes and it's almost like sci-fi in some, some uh, parts i think that imagery like cause i think i mentioned this in the podcast before i went to a an art installation in kensington mm. And basically, they had these like massive screens up, and they played this like intense, like Lapaluxi style music. And they had the images on there were like, uh, like microscopic, zoomed in images of like rubies and Mm -hmm. sapphires and different things. And I think that's what created those like galaxies and stuff. So it's probably a zoomed in version of a gem. I think. I think. Yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to be, isn't it? But I think, like, I watched. Uh, I don't know what it was exactly. Well, I watched a bunch of videos afterwards, extras online and YouTube and commentary and stuff with the directors, and that was all like, obviously it's all it was all VFX and stuff they did afterwards, all CGI, but it was all based on that sort of idea of yeah, the the sort of almost like the universe is a sort of you can go, it's like the completely infinite, and you can go you know as, as small as you go in, it ends up being it's like that. It's like it's like the end of Men in Black, where they, you yeah. know, where you end up going, you going out of the universe, and you end up in in like the hands of an alien or whatever. Anyway, like different marbles or different, something. yeah, dimension or whatever. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, I guess the main things are the performances from the three mm. main uh, yeah. main main actors. So obviously, the big stars. It's got Adam Sandler, yeah, who plays the jeweler. Uh, Julia Fox, who plays his girlfriend. Who was amazing, I thought. Yeah, she's and she's completely unknown. She's not an actress. She's like a fashion um, stylist person, yeah. fashion designer, but she's not an actress at all. She's very good. Uh, L- uh, Lake of Stanfield, he was the guy who, about, who was in um, Get, Out. Get Out. Yeah. He was good as well. He was really He's good. Class. And then um, Adam Sandler's wife, Idina Menzel, she was, again, very good. She's class. And yeah. Kevin Garnett, 
who again is a basketball player doesn't you know doesn't act at all but yeah. was really really played really just well just keeps proving the theory that basketball players are actually the best actors in the world <laughs> I think it's interesting because the Safdie brothers it sounds like they, they loved casting non-actors and all yeah. that stuff yeah. so a lot of the like jewelers and stuff he was dealing with were all non-actors he just went we just found them in New York and got them to be in the films it was a really interesting cast actually I think like even like the guy is a brother and the gangsters and all all those guys like it felt re quite realistic and felt yeah right. yeah the whole I guess it's the whole film yeah like that, yeah, yeah yeah so I guess it like plays into like cultures of like because it's quite like Adam Sandler's like a like the whole thing's based around like the Jewish diamond <laughs> trade in yeah. this particular part of New York and it helps that he and like those people around him are all actually jewish and yeah yeah like it it plays into that instead of like putting an actor who isn't from that culture yeah into it, that and it's kind of feels awkward but that feels like it, you were watching something that was real oh yeah adam sandler he's fairly recognizable and you're like you see he's in a lot of stuff a lot of yeah, comedies yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah but you kind of watching him he's so good that you just sort of forget it's adam sandler and he just sort of transforms into this yeah this, this howard this, yeah this howard guy yeah. <laughs> like he just like because he looks so different the way he like dresses and, and everything. smile he's, it, yeah yeah smile is just and the like teeth and all iconic. that it's so oh, good yeah um i mean because if you look at like pulp fiction uh, sorry drunk punk punch drunk love punch drunk love yeah like he plays this is this been a serious role there yeah almost entirely different personality completely yeah like, yeah, yeah like you expect him to sort of okay he plays this this is a sort of serious type of role he plays and he plays this character and then he plays his like comedy characters yeah. but he plays this like yeah he plays these two completely different type of characters which i was really surprised about how, how different he was i it's what i find it's really it's really interesting is a lot of people were like oh adam sandler uncle gems he, he can do serious stuff and i'm just like he's a, yeah. always been quite a diverse actor i guess like, a lot of people get turned off if you don't like his comedy or whatever, yeah you just I'm, sort of dismiss him i'm not a massive fan of him like, i don't really like a lot of that his style of comedy but like i think i liked him more when i was a bit younger a teenager and stuff like happy gilmore still like, yeah it's one of my favorites growing up but um like funny people yeah i know I, people yes yes i really yes, like that film yeah, i know film, some film. people don't like it but yeah. i really like that film and yeah. again in that he plays quite a serious role yeah. as well yeah, it's pretty it's, serious. Yeah, yeah. It's really, yeah. Like I actually re really rate him. As yeah, an actor. He, yeah. And this just proves like this is almost like because it got so much hype around it. This just proves to people that like actually Adam Sandler is a very good actor. But I think he just needs a good. Script. It's interesting because the Safety Brothers, I think they waited like ten years because they they had the script for years and years, years yeah. ago, but they re they only could imagine Adam Sandler playing this role. Love it. So basically, they they tried to get him to do it years ago, ten yeah. years ago, but he wouldn't do it. Well, his 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 agent wouldn't like gave him the script or whatever because yeah. the Safety Brothers were completely unknown, unknown yeah, at the time yeah, and, yeah. and eventually when they got bigger and bigger then they were able to get him um, which is yeah I, I, perfect, perfect I just timing. like that they didn't they just didn't just like sell out and get some get like I don't know <laughs> some random yeah. guy and he wouldn't yeah. you know wouldn't play it right or whatever but yeah I, I really enjoyed the film uh, it, I didn't the ending was interesting I sort of liked how they left it open a little bit of like obviously stuff happens but I yeah, mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. you don't we, we get, you don't, you don't don't get really it. much of a you don't get the happier, happier yeah, you, after yeah you, don't, of, you, you don't, don't get, get you don't forget to find out everything that happens you, you, feel, you feel yeah you feel you kind of you're left kind of 
Like, oh, right, okay. Why but, do I deal but there with is that? a finale. There is some. There is a yeah. yeah so anyway, good. It's, it's, good. Good times. Exactly the same, boys. You should definitely mm-hmm. watch it. I promise. I I think Uncut Gem is probably better, but hey, I really hope Netflix start doing this bit more, like yes. investing in actual like decent films. Yeah. I mean, that, they, they are and they are. I know, right? there's a lot of hit and miss though, isn't yeah, there? There's, there's a lot of chaff. A lot of chaff. Speaking of films that aren't chaff, it's just got a lot of the Pacific Ocean in it. <laughs> we're going on to that one. And we're going on to the main event. We're going on to the... Well, yeah, I mean, it is like a box of the main event. Like, it basically is. Every time there was like a big fight, it did feel like ding, ding. What, we're watching Real Steel? <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> the Real Steel... In the ocean, Pacific Rim. I watched the wrong film, guys. Oh, no. I watched Atlantic Rim. What's that? What's that? Do you know what I was watching it years ago? No. So when Pacific Rim came out, I think it was like 2013, we were all living... Well, I wasn't living with you guys, actually, was it? I was living with Johnny (laughs) and uh, some of our other friends. And we went to to Tesco to get to whatever, get somewhere, and... You know, they have always like the fake, they kind yeah, of cash in on the, on the yeah. films and it was the Atlantic Rim and we, we bought it and it was shocking. <laughs> it was so bad. It was, the CGI was absolutely awful, but it was kind of funny, like in that sort of like, yeah, yeah. but I think ironic. they get to, they get to the point now where I think they know they're trying to be ridiculous, like the sort of, whole sort of Sharknado sort of thing. But yeah, um, no, I did watch the correct film this time. So shall, shall I, do you want to give it a bit of an intro, Aaron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the film was directed by Guido del Toro and written by Travis Beecham. It stars Idris Elba, Charlie Hannum, Rinico Kikuchi, Charlie Day, Diego Clattenhoff, Bern Gorman, yada, 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 yada. I did just lots of good. Oh, and uh, Ron Perlman because he's he's definitely. Oh yeah, Ron Perlman. He's is a good little like guest. A little guest, guest guest performance. It came out in 2013. Other films that came out in 2013. I've got some right here. Oh. Speaking of uh, Bong Joon Ho, who made a Parasite. Yes. So Pierce came out that year. Boom! Great film. Very, I haven't seen it yet. I, Ooh, I know. Boys. Actually, I've got, so I haven't watched good. any of his stuff. I need to What's, go back and it's watch. It's crazy him. that um, the, uh, the 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 main actor in it is Captain America, Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris Evans. Mm. It's so, uh, but it's a it's a it's a Korean film. Yeah, weird. Uh, the Wolf of Wall Street, Frozen. Really? Yeah. Uh, Prisoners. Oh, that's a good film. Oh, her. Oh, Great Gatsby. Yeah. Twelve Years a Slave. Whoa. American Hustle. Uh, the Hobbit, Desolation of the no, Smog, no one cares about that. and Man of Steel. They're the sort of the big hitters of that year. That's a good year. I mean, Man of Steel, mm, not so much. It has some stinkers in there, but like Man of Steel, like The Hobbit. There's a lot of good stuff. Just, I could, oh, Man of Steel I could, I could was all right. Going, I like the bit where he's holding the plane up in the middle of the uh, uh, baseball field. Is Man of St- Oh, no. Is that the one where... Which one? He's, he's in that one, is it? Henry? Henry Cavill, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Nah, I liked bad. it. It's I did not like it. It was awful. It was like just him going through buildings every five seconds. We're like, we get it. He's invincible. <laughs> Figure something else. Like, oh, another film that came out that year. Yeah, Captain Phillips. Captain <laughs> Captain Phillips. Oh, excellent. A, a, a year of the, war, of the water. <laughs> yeah, that's what they called it, wasn't it? The, the, the 2013 the year of the water. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Was, yeah, the two titans, the two water titans <laughs> clash. One's really serious, and one is. I mean, you got really serious. You've got Pacific Rim. You've got. 
Captain Phillips, and you got Frozen. Frozen, there you go. Should we have entered Frozen in this? Because I feel like it would win. Uh, I wouldn't have water. chosen it. It's ice, Aaron. It's Which becomes water. You said it's open. It's open. You can't. You guys are narrowing this flipping thing down. Yeah, because I could have then chosen Jack Frost, and that's not really a water oh, yeah, film, yeah, is yeah, it? But you should have chosen Jack Frost. I would have been with you. I'd been with you. Anyway, um, does anyone want to know what the premise, even though you've both seen the film? The uh, listeners don't know. Yeah, tell, tell the not, listeners the premise of the if film. If you've not seen it before, as a war between humankind and monstrous sea creatures wages on, a former pilot and a trainee are paired up to drive a seemingly obsolete special weapon in a desperate effort to save the world from the apocalypse. They cancelled the apocalypse, guys. They cancelled it. Or did they? I uh, guess we'll find out. That's one of the reasons why I really hate that they made a sequel to this film. Anyway, uh, I, I did. I, at the end of the film, I was like, "How did they?" <laughs> I thought. Well, I thought it was going to be a prequel. I thought, "Oh, it must be a prequel." That would make sense. Like when they first show up. One of the things let's start off with this film is what I loved about it from the start was how they. It was sort of similar whoa, 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 whoa. to. Sorry. Wait, wait, wait! Before we get into the film, I'll, I'll, I'll hold that. I up. do, I'm, because I'm, 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 I'm liking this. I'm liking this point because you look like you didn't like the film, but you, you were about to give it some praise there. So, I, but what I want, let's talk Del Toro. Let's talk Huerlo Del Toro. What's the, your the uh, famous um, actor? Yes, the, f- the famous video game character. Yeah, <laughs> in all, in in the famous f- uh, game Death Stranding. Obviously. Yeah, absolutely. That's what he's most known for. That it? is, yeah, him carrying a baby. And looking like, oh no, what do I do with this child? So, uh, what's your experiences with Del Toro? Got any favourite films? Mm, Pan's Labyrinth. Very good film. Banger, yeah, banger. Absolutely. Banger, banger, banger. I need to watch that again. I've, it's been a long time since I watched the film, but I remember it being awesome at the time. Very good film. Shape of Water. Oh. Oof, good film. I was talking about someone's this, 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 someone about this today. He, he has His range of films are like, is crazy. Like the sort of type of films he does, yeah, mental. Like it's like Pacific Rim, Rim versus Pan's Labyrinth. Like yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, they're fantastical in some ways, but I mean, very different sort of films. Yeah, I'd ever see. I didn't see Crimson. What's it called? Oh, this the heart is it the horror one that you're on about? Like he, I just Crimson look. Peak. I never seen Crimson Crimson Peak. That's why I haven't seen. He did uh, Hell, all the Hellboys. He did them. Yeah, I never saw those either. The, the ones I missed. Did he not do that one about the orphan? Yes, yeah, so isn't it called Orphan? Is it called Orphan? Well, maybe he didn't do it. Maybe it was someone else. I thought I thought he did it too. I thought he did do it. Maybe he wrote it but didn't direct it. Um, good job we have all the answers on this podcast. Yeah, it? God, that was so good at films. He did uh, Mimic, Devil's Backbone, Blade Two. He. He's just he's a bit of a quirky director, is what I would say. Mm. Like he he doesn't shy away from like the whimsical or the the uh, dark fantasy. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Like because Pan's Labyrinth, like oh, the major- majority of the way through it, it's kind of like quite nice. Well, not nice, but like fairy tale ish. And there's points in it which make you go, oh gosh, like that's like this is why it's got the age rating that it's got because it doesn't shy away from being really brutal yeah. um, in those films. And I think it's, you know, if he is like doing those fantasy type films for a younger audience, like to shy away from some of those brutal things is kind of, it's not very helpful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's good to see that uh, in, in some of those films, but done in the right way. Yeah, absolutely. I'm- he was also involved with The Hobbit for years, wasn't he? Quite a few years. And then he 
Yeah. I think the basically the studios wouldn't let him do what he wanted to do, so he yeah. ended up leaving. And poor Peter Jackson had to come in and rescue it. Oh, well, gosh. I say rescue it. He had to try and put something together that they could sell, yeah. and it was ended up being a bit of a mess. But it's like, it's like it was almost like a prequel to like the current Star Wars universe of just like when money's involved. Yeah. And, you know. Anyway. Okay, cool. So, I mean, yeah, Pan's Labyrinth, a great, great film. Um, what's your experience with kaijus and do you know what they are? So, is that, is Godzilla a kaiju? Godzilla is a kaiju, right. yes. So, I'm trying to think. King Kong's not a kaiju. No, but he's he's sort of in and around. In he's in that world, yeah. Um, can't think of any others. A kaiju is a Japanese genre of film featuring giant monsters, essentially. So I, my only real experience of this is obviously God, yeah, Godzilla is the main one. Godzilla. But I remember years ago, I don't know if anyone has a memory of this, watching like probably Friday night, like about half 10, 11 o'clock at night, Channel 5 or something, and they had like a series of films that are all like based around like Godzilla versus the yeah. monsters or whatever. Yeah. So it was like Godzilla versus the crab, like I don't crab know, some, some crab king or some big giant, like, like some gi- giant water monster or whatever. And I remember they'd like have like com- almost a bit like a sports commentary or whatever. They have they have like a set of guys in the, in the TV studio beforehand before the film, and they'd all be like, "Oh, I think Godzilla's got this one," and then the other guy would be like, <laughs> "Oh no, they def- definitely the, the Crab King's got this one because you know Godzilla's going to get knocked down, and all these little crab buddies are going to attack him under the water." <laughs> and I remember watching it, thinking, "Oh, this is this is class." And watching these like I, I guess they weren't proper films; they must have been like short TV shorts from from Japan, but they'd obviously repackage them to try and make them work over here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's like. And then obviously Godzilla was like a thing in the nineties with yeah. you know Matthew Broderick. Great film. I love that film. That was the, that was my pick of of a film when I was going to New York and I wanted yeah. to get into that New York oh. feeling. <laughs> so I picked classic Godzilla. As great, great. I yeah, just basically the reason the link is that. Uh, Del Toro was just really heavily influenced and loved like Japanese sort of monsters and Gundam Wing and things like that and he kind of wanted to pay homage to to those so that's why he made a film about big giant monsters versus big giant robots this film is just so anime isn't it yes like, it is it's just like, anime it's probably yeah. one of the most anime films yeah. it reminds me a lot of that show that you guys liked the anime show where there's a wall and there's like big giant Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Reminds me a little bit of that. They're building the big walls to protect yeah. themselves. and The walls are useless. Yeah. yeah. They're useless in Attack on Titan too. And they're also made of things. Anyway, spoiler alert. So, uh, any thoughts on the story? Uh, bef- you know, or you, you had a point that you wanted to make before. Yeah. So, I don't know if you want to... Just, wanna just I, I really like the start. So, what I don't like in films is when... When they do like they have, they feel like they have to tell the origin story of something, yeah. And they have to and take it, take, yeah. It takes gets really it's really slow starting off, and then you might get like a big battle at the end, and you're like, okay, I was waiting for that big action sequence. Fine, like one of the films that I, like I think we were getting sick of it was like Spider Man. They kept on doing this, the origins of Spider Man until yeah. eventually, uh, for the I think it's uh, the Spider Man Homecoming. They were just like, oh, oh no, oh sorry, Spider Man into the Vi- Spider Verse. They were just like, you know the story, yada, yada, yada. They did like a very quick, yeah. like just like three or four, five, maybe five minute intro of what, yeah. what the set, setting up the world, setting up what the story is. And I love that, how quick it got into the into the action on this film. It set up the history, set up the story, and then 
bang, you were right in there. Yeah. But this, these two guys, you know, like what, how it works, you know, the rules are set up of the world. And then you're watching them have a fight with this kaiju yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, it's a class. Like it just gets you going straight yeah. away. And yeah. it's like, I really liked it. Because they could have easily spent an hour getting to the first yeah, monster yeah. or whatever, doing the whole Godzilla mm. thing. Like, oh, there's like some monsters appeared and we don't know where it is. It's sort of a mystery or whatever. Spoon feeds you. You know, the question I had is like, what are your thoughts on the story? But the story is pretty simple. It's, it's not really about the story. It's about the, the giant things beating the crap out of each other on screen. But this, the story is important, obviously. There has to be some sort of like reason for it. But but like, it's like what you said, like a lot of it's left to your kind of imagination in, in ways that they don't spoon feed it for you. Like they just kind of go, look, yeah, this is this is a thing. Let's just get some things beating each other up on screen. Why are the robots called Jaegers? Jaeger bombs, obviously. Because I was like, that <laughs> is just a really weird name for like the great big robots. I it feel does. it's probably something to do with like Del Toro specifically named it that for some weird re- from some reason, or it's probably like heavily grafted into like. Like every time Idris Elba like said the Jaegers, yeah. it, it kind of like came out in such a way that it felt quite uncomfortable yeah <laughs> but like it's just a weird name for like all these great big robots so, Why don't you so you, super bot yeah means hunter oh hunter. okay yeah. but i guess he was just looking for a cool name for them i would have thought i suppose what can we what can, i mean so jaeger's a, okay here's wikipedia this is a podcast where we read out wikipedia <laughs> jaeger is a german military term that originally referred to light infantry but has come to have a wider usage while it may literally be translated to hunter, in German-speaking states during the early modern era, the term Jäger was to describe skirmishes, scouts, sharpshooters, and runners. I mean, this is what you listen to this podcast for, so enjoy that. They're not hunters, they're just defence. Like, well, they go out and hunt the Jägers down, don't they? Yeah, the first one, like, they go and they save that boat, don't they? They don't protect the city, they just go and save it, and then they, mm, get, they get stoned. I suppose. Yeah, you know, like the spectacle of the Jaegers is awesome. Like yeah. when they're when the when they're getting into the head and the head goes down and it clicks on, yeah. and then they're like airlifted on these like helicopters out to yeah. sea, and then they drop down and they're just like powering like slowly through the sea. I love, just, like, yeah, really I love cool. how slow they move and yeah. you just feel absolutely vast. It's yeah. like because like, you obviously we've watched in the last few years since the, you know CGI has come around. There's been a lot of like Here's like Transformers or like Real Steel for like these big, huge robots. And yeah, they're, you know, they're big, but these guys are absolutely massive. Mm. And these guys would, would just squish Godzilla, wouldn't they? Just, like, it just wouldn't even be a, 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 a fight. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think, I think what this film does well is that it makes you feel like they are massive. Like the way it's shot, the way that like they, they move, like the way they sort of are lifted out by like four or five like helicopters that, the that, noises they make that was my only issue <laughs> one of my main well, one of the issues I had with the film was that I was just thinking there are helicopters <laughs> yeah, super bad helicopters but yeah, I, g- I gave it because it was a cool visual uh, yeah like, like you said in the saying about the, the way that they, they shot the film to make them feel so big like yeah. a lot there's so many shots where you're looking up from ground level yeah, up, yeah. and it's just this towering massive giant maybe just get a knee in the shot because yeah, they're so yeah. big yeah and it's yeah. like I really draw comparisons with like you know like the the new Transformer films mm. who just did a, a 
in my opinion, a not great job of, of trying to make the uh, like the, the Transformers look big. I know they're a little bit, well, a lot smaller than, than yeah, the Jaegers, but... Yeah, like, but... So, so, they move so fast, and it's so, it's the way he shoots it is so close up that you end up just not being able to tell what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas with these guys, like, you had time to digest it because of how... Well, because they, they had to move so slowly because, yeah, because yeah. they're so big. Yeah, and, like, and every move felt like it actually meant something, whereas Transformers... It's just, yeah, like you say, it all gets mushed up and you can't really see anything. So, like, when they're, like, grabbing, like, the, is it Kaiju, Kaiju? Kaiju. And they're, like, punching it, you just see, like, them pull back on their arm and then yeah. slowly come around and just, like, and the face them, get all it, smushed Yeah, up. yeah. It's, like, just so cool looking. And you, you you feel, like, every single punch. Whereas the Transformers, you just, like, uh, just fell through a building and... Uh, you know, something's blown up. It doesn't really, yeah. doesn't really. You don't really feel the the impact. Whereas in in this, you do feel everything. Like, yeah, like when they're going through like a building, and you know that there's that scene where like he punches into the building, and you, you're inside the building, and you just see the fist like go in, and then be pulled out again, and then the building just gets like pulled out. Do you want to know a bit of a, a bit of trivia for that? Yeah, yeah. That specific shot. Yeah. That's an actual practical shot. Oh really? Like they actually built a model Class. replica of of, of a skyscraper yeah. it was like a, i think it was like fifth scale or whatever yeah and then they had all the papers and everything getting destroyed and they'd shot the yeah the whole bit is all that was one of the one of the bits that was done most of it was cgi but that yeah. was one of the parts that was, was that the one where it like hit the cradle yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The i thought it was cheesy that, oh. that cradle <laughs> oh man, like, it's so good it was a little <laughs> bit cheesy yeah I agree. Like, so yeah. good I mean, I guess, I just think that's like, it's very Japanese. It's very like paying homage to it. Just talking about the CGI, like obviously it was made in 2013. How do you think it's aged? I think it holds up pretty well. Yeah. Like at the start, like I was like looking at it and I was like, oh, okay, well. And then as I got into the film, and especially when they're like fighting on the ocean or when they have that, you know, the scene where like they're fighting the, the two, like I just forgot about how it looked and I was just like totally engrossed. The, the, in The thing with that sort of, CGI is like yeah. a lot of it with the a lot of the shots with people in it yeah. were done on practical sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the backgrounds and stuff were all comped in, and CGI was added in there for the backgrounds. But like the close-up shots of them when they're in the head and stuff, and all the when they're joined together and doing the fighting or whatever, that was all. I think a lot of it was practical. But because it's robots, yeah, like CGI doesn't have a problem making big buildings and big robots and water and stuff it's when it gets down to people's faces where it starts to look off and look weird and things like that you get like that sort of uncanny valley so that to me it completely i thought it held up, held up really well and like the lighting and like all the light like just everything was so like yeah it was really stunning it's it's a sort of film that you probably just couldn't do like 10 years before this could you it was wouldn't it would have to be animated i would you know it would have to be like an anime or whatever i mean if you can imagine like the directors of Waterworld trying to make this film, it would be just mental. Well, it wouldn't have to do it, would you? You just wouldn't. It would, yeah. You just wouldn't be away. I don't. I can't imagine the budget be would be yeah. just like it end world hunger. Much. Sorry, I'm, I'm just looking up. Um... I have, I have two gripes with, with the CGI. No, not with the CGI, but with the two main kind of like lad characters good because the next bit i want to talk about was characters so Should we this, that, yeah. yeah yeah let's do that let's talk about characters i'm just trying to get the names of the jaegers up on on here so that i can russian jaeger chinese jaeger 
Yeah, that okay, that'll do. I'm, I'm, I'm into that. Like, yeah, I think it was like Sherno something, something wasn't it? Or one of the ages. It's Shachanko, is it? Probably. Yeah. Are they just look a bit like that? Yeah. Are they just like characters from um, what's that film? Uh, sorry, game Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. So yeah, like you know, how did you find the characters? Were they fleshed out enough for you? Like uh, one note I would say is that each character is quite stylized. Like they have their own like wardrobe. I know that sounds stupid, but like what I'm saying is like, you know, Charlie Day's character has like tattoos and there's like the quirky science guy or whatever. It's the they're the complete caricatures, aren't they? They're complete, yeah. but they're, it's like it's like they were from a Japanese anime. Yeah. Like it's just so overly characterized. Uh, the scientist I mean, his name is Newton. Like, I mean, like, it's so hit, hit, <laughs> hitting over hitting over the head. I mean, it's like, and then you have one guy who's like super nerdy. He's like the guy from it's like Sheldon from Big Bang, yeah. sort of thing. And then you have like Charlie Day, who's like this sort of crazy wacky science. Like, and then I mean, obviously we talk about like the the Russian Russian uh, couple, and yeah. then the, the the Chinese triplets. Like, it's just like. Street Fighter or something. It, yeah. You could see that in the Street Fighter world. Yeah. It felt like very similar to that sort of tone, into, yeah. you know, from the from the, the old film and stuff. I didn't mind it too much just because of how like animated this film was in terms of like it just felt like a big caricature yeah. and it, it didn't really care that much about making it feel real. That wasn't really what it was going for. But I mean, yeah, I can imagine some people might get a bit grated on those characters, but. Yeah, it didn't bother me too much. I think the the contrast that I sort of made or what I was sort of thinking about when I was watching it was like, you know when you've got um, Captain Phillips and the way he introduces the director, introduces his characters and you have that scene where like maybe like they're shaving their beard or, or they're, you know, you have like this like sort of uh, intimate moment with them. Whereas like Del Toro for this film specifically was like outfit attitude the way they talk this is what's going to define them it's gonna be very like anime like yeah th- th- this film's a manga whereas captain phillips is like a documentary like it's so mm. it's so completely the opposite end of the spectrum in but that respect i think that's what allowed well, the, but, but, me but to attach mean, myself to those characters yeah. like i was instantly i was like oh i know who they are they're like a caricature but they, but and I, like, both directors do a good job of setting yeah, up the characters like and, like so you know who, what that person, how he fits into this world, and yeah. how they fit. Yeah, okay. like Ron, Ron Perlman's character specifically is like is a good one. Like the way they sort of build up to like who's the who's the dealer, who's the dealer, and then introduce him, and he's got those stupid golden boots. I like those. Yeah, they're great, <laughs> absolutely great. And he's got you know like the weird cool glasses, and you know it's just very like it's it's interesting to see that that's a real actor wearing a real outfit. It's very like avant garde, I suppose. Maybe I don't know, but. I really enjoy like Del Toro's like imagination and whoever did the the sort of um, costume design, I think just absolutely smashed it. Cause I just thought even like to the point where the Jaeger outfits, you know, the, the suits that they wear where they had like the like little lion on the top of the, the shoulder pads and stuff. I just thought it was just absolute class. And then also the, the other big characters, the Jaegers and the Kaiju as well. I would slightly, only very slightly disagree with that just because uh, Charlie Hunnam, and Diego Klatterhoff, who play Raleigh and Yancey, yeah. look so similar in the <sighs> film. They they look pretty much exactly the same. So I was like struggling, like especially in the first half, because they like dress like pretty similar, Wait. and they've got pretty similar faces, and they've got pretty similar hair color. They are. Oh, brothers. you mean you mean the the brothers? The brothers. What they are? The yeah, brothers. Yeah, fully related. Yeah. 
Wait, the the two pilots at the start. Yeah, the one. What, the one. No, the, no, not those two two pilots. So the, the the Aussie guy. And the, Aussie the Aussie guy and the main guy. They nah, look. They, they look, look really similar. Nah, they both so got like but, but that, like brownie blonde hair, and they've got like yeah, but one this talks, kind of tan. Like, a ridiculous Australian accent, <laughs> and the other guy is like trying to be like a fake Mark Ham. Uh, what's his name? Mark Mark Hamill. Oh, you don't, you don't have to no, wait Mark, until Mark, they speak Mark to, Mark. to be Mark like, Mark, oh, yeah, this yeah. is the angry one, and this one's the the kind of nice guy. I didn't guy. have that. Well, I'm, fair enough, you've had that issue. I, I didn't. Have I, that I did have that uh, issue. I'm sure many other people I just, did. I really, I think. But would have thought, you know, why don't you just give him like a black streak in his hair or something, or like because he's from Australia, mate. Yeah, he didn't need that. He was just he had his cockiness. Been like Char- Charlie Hannum's character, there's like peak moment is when, like you know when he's on the wall. He's then, so he's the main guy. Yeah, he's, he's the main yeah, guy, yeah. and he has like they've got like a circular thing that's like moldy. It's like I don't know some sort of like monument, and he's like, "Welcome to my office" or something. I'm like, <laughs> that was just awful, but I'm super into this. Like, it's just a big comic book film. Yeah, it? he's just it's stupid. Just, he's just daft. Like it's, but you can't. I don't think you can take it too seriously because you can. I don't think you can take it seriously whatsoever, even though. But there are, po- I guess, there are, there are points for the characters that do a good job of making you feel for them in some respects. I do think it's. A sh- I did feel it was a little bit of a shame how quickly, like the other, like the the other um, Jaegers and their characters yeah. got taken out. Sucks, right? It's like, oh, I want to see more yeah. of the of the Chinese tri- trip uh, triplets of the trio. Yeah. I thought that would be what's quite cool. Um, yeah, because they were like, was the Russian guy like six years defending the war with no defeats, and then the first fight in this film pretty much gets demolished. Yeah, but I guess he just they, 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 probably just too much to think about. They probably just need to clear out the way, make make it feel like the stakes are high, and then. But it's but it, it was one of those things where like, oh, you, you probably could have. I mean, maybe there was, maybe there was a longer part of this film and they cut it or whatever. But you could probably see another half an hour of like of film that they could have added into this, and you know would have been a bit more um, satisfying to see those guys fight and stuff. I think as well, like the kaijus were getting bigger and harder and that was the point that they were trying to make. Like they were just getting more difficult to kill. And then this one was obviously had like that weird, like they would, they were obviously learning to like beat the, the Jaegers. But yeah. again, I don't know. I don't know. I like the kaiju with the big pointy nose. The one that like looked like a shark. Oh yeah, and kind yeah, of yeah, like yeah. dove through like one of the Jaegers. Yeah, I thought that was like the coolest looking one. But the ones with like you know the the mouths that have got like four kind of yeah. sections. Yeah, I wasn't too fussed with those. No, no, I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't get why Stranger Things seem to be like fascinated by this like creature with like a big four mouth thing because it's kind of it's not your jam. You need like a like a weird. Yeah, it needs, like a saw. yeah, it needs something like weird looking, whereas that's just like bleh, teeth. Plant. Like, yeah. That one of those like plants that like open up or something. Yeah. Do you do, do you have any like standout moments that you wanna like any battles or like any funny performances or I mean there's it's, it's I've got quite a few ones that made me made me laugh. I always enjoy training training sessions. Yes, films. I'm glad that yes. Yeah, like it just felt like again it, I wonder if he's, he's a bit of a homage to the Matrix, but the, the Matrix is probably a homage to some other to a bunch of anime, mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm. But that whole like the training session, and he's like, "You're not gonna fight, no, I'm not gonna let you." And then he, yeah. he he bends the will or whatever. It was good. I I do enjoy those sort of training things. It's always quite it made fun. Me laugh. I, did you understand? I didn't. So at the first, even again, the second time watching it, like I didn't get the premise of the game until like into it when they were like, you know, the four four touches. Yeah. or whatever like you've got to touch them four times and then they're right 
I, I just it took me a while to figure that out and like i was like halfway through the fight and i was like oh right they, 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 they hit each other with the stick and that's like one one thing but maybe, maybe. i don't get why that means that they're compatible <laughs> i think it's to show that because they were quite even yeah and they're like mo- the way they moved together was like they felt like they were in sync or whatever but they were both they're both managing to because it means you're not in sync because like you're like just destroying the other person but it wasn't though because they're, no, they're both destroying they're, each other no, they were, both well, know no, each other's insecurities they were looking for one they were looking weaknesses. for someone who was a similar level of skill sort of thing and they could fight together yeah mm, I suppose I suppose I mean, it's, it's, seems like the weirdest way to try and like yeah, find it, that. Yeah, it is a bit odd. Yeah, yeah. It is, but, uh, totally. but it's cool in the film. Yeah, that's exactly. what I mean. Like. That's, that, I mean, that's probably what a lot of the decisions in this film was. <laughs> yeah, does this make sense? Uh, kind of not really, but it looks cool, isn't it? So yeah. let's put it in. Stick it in. Yeah, does stuff forgive us. It's big robots beating up. But why monsters. stick fighting? What? Because the because <laughs> the Jaegers don't use it like well, a stick. They have a sword and. But that's it. There was the, their whole thing is that they because he used it as a sword and then like I think they equipped it with a sword because he's used to swords. I don't know. I don't really get like I think it was like a. That was like the it thing. Just that cool. Were, yeah, the point that they were making it was like they're better with swords and that's what they both <laughs> do with swords. Like I don't know. I flip in. I really enjoyed the bit where like they carried the boat with yeah. them like <laughs> just, just dragging kind of it through but great, so yeah. pointless like or the bit where you know when he grabs like the two um i don't know like containers at the shipyard yeah. and he's yeah. just beating them with it and i was like he's just hitting him with his fists so but, just, but then i guess again, it's heavier it just emphasizes the scales of these robots as well like yeah. you know that they can pick up a giant like oil tanker and smash them over the head with it i do think it kind of sort of dropped off a little bit at the end like the you know the underwater scene where they sort of go through and yeah they jump into their world and i guess they thought they just probably just needed an ending that would yeah sense. like it did feel a little bit lackluster i suppose yeah it, compared to the rest of the sort of fighting and but it's sort of like similar premise to like independence day or something isn't it as well mm. like alien race coming to take over it's exactly the same premise in terms of they come to harvest the planet and all that like it's exactly the same sort of premise as independence day and we'll go we'll detonate a nuke and it's sort of yeah i mean is the, the kaiju at the end is like grade five or whatever yeah, it's, yeah 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 like the, this is the biggest one we've ever seen and it didn't look that big yeah and, you know? like weird and because it was in the water it kind of lost that scale as yeah, well i think which so. is just yeah. a bit unfortunate i felt like if they had that out of the water and the kaiju was like up like stood up yeah out of the water it would have it would have been bigger right yeah it would have been bigger impact Um, i I thought i've I've thought similar things to be honest but then they wouldn't have been able to detonate the nuclear bomb because it would have been out in the open and not where it needed to be anyway so um obviously we've already talked about it but how do you think this film compares to like say Ant's favorite new york film godzilla Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good. I question, think obviously yeah. Godzilla's trying to do a bit more of a Godzilla stretches out a lot more, so he's yeah. trying to do a lot more build up, but it's also trying to do a lot more comedy in that film. Yeah, like, there's this, like this film is very much just going for that style and sort of the dramatization of like the action scenes and stuff, and it's like it, it's not trying to be real, not trying to be a real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas like Godzilla is trying to set it more in reality, I guess. And I actually, it's a little bit of a guilty pleasure, Godzilla. So I mean, I know it's not. A, I know it, it's not a good, not a it good, isn't good a, film really. But I enjoy it. Film. I quite enjoy it. But 
I I didn't see that latest Godzilla film. That came, no, sorry, I did see that latest Godzilla film. Is that um, is that forgettable? I, I forgot. I saw it. The one with Brian Cranston. Yes, I did see that one. It wasn't particularly good. Did, sorry, Halo what? scene was good. It was good because it had the music from 2001 Space Odyssey. But I just thought the, that scene was good. And when Godzilla did his initial roar, it was like Wah! I was like, whoa, that's really cool. But the rest of the film, the story was just like pretty boring. Can you remind me again? What in that film? Was it the Godzilla film? Yeah, monsters come from the ocean, and Godzilla protects the earth. Doesn't it? It's the same premise, isn't it, as Pacific Rim? Sort of similar, yeah. Is it, is it not the same? But this monster, yeah, Godzilla's beating up other monsters. But yeah. where are the monsters coming from? I don't know, Mother Earth. I'm pretty. Oh, I'm sure. I I might, I might actually just be the same premise as this film. I mean, it could it could well be. My my biggest gripe with that one specifically, because the other one's badass, because it's got a dramatic theme tune, so <laughs> why not? Um, like, it's just like the trailers made Godzilla out to be this huge, big thing, like he, he was going to be massive. But then the way it was shot and the way that it like sort of ended up being that Godzilla didn't really feel that big, because there was that whole build up with the, you know when they jump out of the plane and stuff like to him being mm. quite big. So it did. It built it up really nicely, but then when the reveal happened, it just didn't feel big at all. Whereas like the kaiju's and the Jaegers felt massive and felt like there was a lot power in them. And I don't know. There's like a lot. There's like a lot behind it. Whereas like I just think Godzilla's face also looked a bit like a dog. Yeah, just... which a bit too friendly for Godzilla. You're I mean, about, he's sorry, are you side, talking about the the old the nineties one or the talking about the recent one? The recent, the recent one. one. Right, yeah. The, the, the 90s one... That is when he was even smaller. Yeah. He, he was tiny. He, he, he didn't feel too big, but when I was that young as a kid, like, it didn't really bother me. Like, I still think that if I had to push him to shove, I think I'd probably prefer Pacific Rim, but both of them are, are in a similar vein. They're both kind of guilty pleasure films anyway, like... I would say Pacific Rim's way better, to be honest. There's a lot more to enjoy in Pacific Rim than the, than the latest recent Godzilla film. Like, just like... The characters and the, the, the suits and how like stylized it is and stuff. It's like yeah. I think it's way. I think it's, it's much better. It's film. pretty funny. Like you know the dude at the control panel. The guy wears like the, oh yeah. He's again, like he's a no. He's a, like a throwaway character, but he's so like cool looking. He's like yo. Like I don't know whatever his voice is. It's just it's pretty. It's pretty great. We haven't even talked about Idris. We talk about Idris, Idris Elba's character. He's like right? the main. He's like probably the most yeah. famous person in the film. Is insane. Like every speech, every word that comes out of his mouth feels like it's going to be something to make me feel better about being in a world where the world is ending. Like it's just like I don't know. And each time he did a speech, they got more and more crazy, and the things that he was saying were more and more like I don't know what you're saying, Idris, but I'm into it. Let's go kill this giant monster or whatever. And his class suits. And obviously, there's that whole thing at the end. I don't know. He just did a really good job, I think. He he was like, his performance in it was pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed him. He did a lot of String of Bell stuff. Like from, like, I think it's quite soon after he finished with The Wire that he was doing this. Um, and a lot of his, like, the way that his posture was was really similar to String of Bell, which I thought was really good. It's a bit where, like, um, Hannam's character, like, touches him and he's like don't touch me again or i'll lock you and like the way he sort of like carries himself is just very like gangster it's really cool i've got two more questions um this is a really really serious question 
I thought long and hard about it, but um, who would win in a fight? Uh, a Jaeger or a Godzilla? I'd say probably Godzilla. Oh, well, which Godzilla? You pick your favorite. I would. I mean, from the recent film, probably Godzilla because he has that hyper blast thing, doesn't he? He does have that. Yeah, but that probably just just <laughs> destroy the. I mean, but if it's if the Godzilla is the size I mean, that he is compared Godzilla, to the Jaeger, in the 2041, Godzilla is a tank. He's just like hench as chubby. He's 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 like yeah. He's he's been to the pump out sessions. Did anyone watch, watch the cartoon, the Godzilla cartoon with the little baby Godzilla? No. What? Do you remember God, do you remember baby Godzilla? No. I'll show you a picture. Right. Of it. What? What? Wait. Was it like on, on like BBC? You thinking of that one with the dinosaurs, uh, the puppet one? Oh, I know what you're yeah, on about. Yeah, Sorry yeah. for the listeners. Ant is googling like maybe it wasn't Godzilla. Baby Godzilla. Maybe it was Maybe it was a dinosaur. Isn't one, it just a program about dinosaurs? I feel like it's a program about oh, dinosaurs, mate. No, it's not that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> What's yeah, that one yeah, called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just called Dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, it's a great that, not, program, yeah. It's, yeah, it's this, like, this is it. It's God. like The Simpsons, but like dinosaurs. Yeah, Godzuki. Yeah, that's so it. Good. Godzuki. That's the one. I've never seen that in my entire life. You've never seen this? No. It's Godzilla, and he's got a little, he's got a little, like, kid, <laughs> uh, little baby sort of sidekick. Is he flying? Is that? Yeah, he, like, flies around. And Godzilla's like, um, he's like a hero when he protects humans or whatever in the show. And then this little, what's his little name? Godzuki, yeah, that's, that's the character, I think. I, I remember watching that years ago on Cartoon Network. Did not watch that. If, if it was Godzuki versus uh, versus the Jaegers, I think the Jaegers would win. <laughs> yeah, because it's tiny. So, have you guys got anything, anything we've missed, anything we've not talked about? Johnny, who do you, who do you think would win? Um, depends who's piloting the Jaeger. Oh, mm. if it was Idris and like, I don't know. If it was just Idris, I think he'd, he'd on his own. Yeah, yeah. I believe that. I believe that Idris could pilot it on his own. Don't touch me again. Yeah, like, don't touch me. <laughs> if he was in the Russian one, because I don't feel like the Russian one was put to his full potential. Oh yeah, yeah. Like just nut. <laughs> <laughs> It did look like he's got a headbutt in it. Like he's a massive, like huge head on it. It sucked that, it, yeah. Because I think I think the Russian one was my favorite Jaeger. Easily, surprised they haven't like made it into a TV show. Or something. I know. Oh, you can see that happening now. To be honest, I am gonna watch Pacific Rim too, and I will report back about. How oh, you haven't it watched was. it. Have you seen it? No, I thought you'd watched it because no, I saw your, yes, I really want to watch I it. I saw your Instagram post. I thought you said that because you, on, your, on your story didn't you say something like, "Oh, we we put ourselves through." The hardest thing. I thought it was you watching the. Oh, I was being episode. ironic. I'm not oh. like, yeah, no, I. I thought you were watching the second so one. So excited! No, oh, it's okay. specific room. It's like, oh, this, this, this like, podcast like, is oh, difficult. I heard, it, I heard it was bad. I didn't think it was that bad. No, no, no. I, I, I think I am going to watch it though because that you, was you just. You want more of that world? Yeah, I do you want more of that world? I just want, I just want more robots beating up. <laughs> Probably just want Gundam, what Gundam wings on. Yeah, I'm sure it's loads of loads of cool Japanese films that I could watch. So. Okay, cool. So I think that about wraps up our our, our conversation about Pacific Rim. I mean, it's like you right at the start of this, and you looked at me, and I thought you were going to be like, "That was a terrible film." I was just trying to throw you off it. Oh man! And did you enjoy it too? Yeah, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Like, I mean, it's long film. Yeah, it is. It is, it is long, isn't it? It's like two, two hours. hours ten. Did you guys watch it with your significant other? No, I, I was no. not putting Heather through that. No way. I tried to get Mel to watch it, <laughs> and then we were just like, it just didn't happen. So I was like, I watched it on my own. 
On a, on a separate note, Heather walked out halfway through and cut gems. Really? really? She oh, it's just too did not, not, and yeah, it was too stressful for her. I think Mel would probably be the same. She would just get a headache and be yeah, like, what is this? Not into it. And it, that's the same with specific room. Like, it's just too, like, I don't know. It's just not her jam whatsoever. Like, just really isn't. So, so, so far, we've watched Waterworld, Captain Phillips, Ponyo, Pacific Rim. That's not. Now that the list is getting there, that's a pretty good list of films, I'd say. I mean, I don't even... I feel like we've got a bottom film so far out of those three, four that we've seen. Mm. But the other three, in my mind, are all... I've enjoyed watching them. Yeah, I mean, like, Pacific Rim, it's a bit of a shame it's coming at the bottom, but, like, what a um, world. I'm looking forward to <laughs> that gosh, being yeah. our champion. That is our champion. I mean, they're both whimsical and weird and interesting ways so i think who's next it's me it is and what film are you bringing to the Jaws. table um oh man you know what it's it, it, it's all it's uh all is lost it's all is lost yeah it's all is lost it's all is lost now you want to change it i'm, I'm tempted just because you can still change it i am tempted just because like you it is sort of similar I, to like the, yeah captain phillips <sighs> Basically, All Is Lost is a great, great film. I really like it. It's a really good film. But what I would say, it's not going to win. I've watched it quite recently. Have you watched it before, Johnny? Yeah, I've seen it. It's it's a really good film. I think I saw it at Secret Cinema. I think Captain Phillips is a better film. But what I'm saying is... Okay, I've I've chosen a different film. I've just chosen it right now. (laughs) Titanic, here we go. James Cameron's The Abyss. I've never seen it. Oh, and yes, so, yes, it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you guys seen it? I've seen it. Yeah, I've not seen it. Okay, good. Oh. Right, okay, I've seen like that. I'm... We haven't been that before. That is, that's it. Complete. Whoa, this is a switch up again. Yeah, this is good. We're going. So we've done right, weird and stupid. We've done extremely serious. We've done animated. We've done action blockbuster, and now we're doing semi horror. The aliens yeah <laughs> sci-fi oh, yeah. yes your wife is gonna be so annoyed at you though um actually no i don't think she will be because i don't think she would have enjoyed always lost to be honest it's really good I, listeners. I i really liked it when i watched it but i'm just thinking it's probably maybe a bit too similar to captain phillips in terms of the tone and stuff and i will probably go watch it again at some point actually, old men just going through some real real hard stuff is all this lot all this lost? Is it based on a true story? I don't think so, but I'm not sure. It, if because we're not watching it, I, I'm gonna put a shout out and just say that listeners, if it, you should go watch mm. or you should watch All Is Lost, it's really good. I think. So watching James Cameron's The Abyss, I'm it makes me want it. to have like clean shaves, like <laughs> yeah, if yeah, I'm going yeah. out, like oh, yeah. hiking somewhere in the storm. I'm sure Mel thought when I said I'm going to watch James Cameron's and she probably thought I was going to say Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> Good. You went for the uh, the low blow there, didn't you? You were like, well, I do would like to watch Titanic though because it's that bit, you know, when she just like drops <laughs> in the water. She's like, oh, nope, it's my door. So good. Oh, wait, wait. Well, sorry. When she drops the little jewelry thing. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the heart of the ocean. Yeah, the heart of the ocean. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the noise she makes is like... <laughs> No, that that scene. I think because we were talking about it to Titanic, I was like tweeting him on the on the work Twitter, and I was using some Titanic um, memes or like gifs. It was good fun. Mate, good this film is 
potentially going to be our longest film we've watched. How long is it? I don't know. I don't Two hours, know. 50 minutes. Woo! That is long. Woo! I don't know much about it. All I know is it was very early CGI for the water. And that, and I know there's like some sort of sci-fi element to it, but I don't really know much about it, to be honest. I saw it. Oh, flip me. Just whacked, so I just whacked the uh, microphone into my face. Um, I saw it like... I've seen it a bunch of times, but I saw it recently, probably about five, six years ago. It came out 11 days after I was born. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so that has been the Movie Quest podcast. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can email us at the Movie Quest podcast at gmail. No, and do you know what? I've completely messed that up. Tell me what it is. Aaron, you've got. A business card. Uh, uh, you got card. a yeah. Read it off that, mate. Where is it? Is it giving the, them all away? Is it the moviequest.podcast.com? dot com? No. Oh man, it's a podcast, podcast at the at moviequest. Movie podcast at the moviequest dot com. So there. So podcast at the moviequest dot com, or you can reach us at Instagram at the moviequest, or alternatively, you can. Send us a letter via carrier pigeon. No, you can't do that. We don't. You can send me a pizza. Can we send send us pizzas, please? please. Don't put it on our, our roofs. Just come to our doors. So far on the podcast, I've requested pizzas and underwear. So they're the two things. Okay. If you want to send me underwear, can you send me underwear? Is this a new segment? Is this where? Just send me things. <laughs> send on some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Excellent, but it's got to be a specific thing that you've requested, though. Right? Yeah. Also, just to talk about what's happening next week. Yes. Is, um, we are going to the Manchester Film Festival. Going to the Manchester Film Festival! Manchester Film Festival! Uh, we're not, not, not exactly sure exa- what we're going to see because there's a lot of stuff, that, a lot of like unknown stuff we haven't, we haven't really... We're not, we're not sure what, what we're going to find, but we're going to watch a bunch of random documentaries and films and we'll report back and tell you if there's any, anything any good. Check this out, listeners. We're going as press. Oh, yeah. We're officially press we're now. press. I mean, you know... It's not, you know, not. We should not, join a union. Not just anyone. <laughs> not just anyone is the 198th in Australia of all yeah. movie podcasts. I mean, that's pretty good ranking. So <laughs> I mentioned that in the email, and they were like, "Yeah, sure, go for it. Here's some oh, press passes." Yeah, we've got friends in Australia who listen to your podcast. <laughs> oh my word! Oh yeah. Well, so, yeah, you know, we'll so dad and partners and Lewis, thanks for listening to the <laughs> <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Oh, and all of Australia. Sorry. Yes, obviously. Um, Yeah, thank you very much. We'll see you next time. See you later. Bye.